0: Three, two, 1 go. Morning, everyone. Before we get started, here is our scriptures for the day. We'll be referencing and quoting from Genesis 2, chapter, chapter 2. Restart. Morning, everyone. Today, we'll be referencing and quoting from Genesis 2, 2, Psalm 49, 46, verses 10 through 11 and Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. So here's the thought nugget for today. If you don't get anything else, focus on this. When busyness takes over and we let it crowd out the importance of taking a rest, it will cause us to become fatigued and lose the ability to endure as it ought to. It is by surrendering our many worries, thoughts, desires, stressors, and burdens to Jesus that we become able to have a peace that lasts and goes beyond our understanding. But this only can be done if we make an effort to take that time, if we make an effort to take advantage of what seems like a time of boredom. That's what we're talking about today. Today's complete thought. Have you ever noticed that we are almost always busy in life, as though we are always filled with places to go and things to do? Feelings that say we have no time for that and the simple truth is we merely need to change things in our schedule so that it can fit in. My fiance and I have often spoken about that way, in which it seems like time flies away from us. Right now, I'm able to feel how precious each second is because my work is dealing with issues that result in us not meeting manufacturing quotas. The impact is that we have to work on weekends once or twice a month, in addition to working 12-hour days a few days of the week. It's even caused me to run out of my buffered content, which has been keeping me running. And for those of you who are wondering how I cope with the stress, it's by making a plan, arriving according to a schedule, so I can make some of that gap disappear again. But this brings us to my scripture for today. Two verses from the 46th chapter of Psalms. He says, "Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Psalm forty six, ten through eleven NIV. When I looked at the old Hebrew for the phrase be still, it is Rapha, which means sink, to drop, to slacken, to abate, to relax, and to be quiet, depending of course on the context used. But these two verses give some message that we need to go that we need to let go of the things that stress make us have burdens. When we read the Bible in the full context, we see how every time it says to let go of things, is not so much to ignore the situation, but to remember who holds the situation. Reading verse 10 alone seems like you are missing something, because you may wonder why the mightiness of God is a big deal. Then, once verse 11 is added, we get the answer to the question in the declaration that this God is our fortress. Place we gather strength and safety. A while back, I read the book *Brave New World* by Aldous Huxley. It is an interesting read that thought had some foresight of where a consumerist society could lead to. But in that world, it's also one where there is no room for having deep thoughts, since their society is based on the idea that shallow and happy life is better than the life of depth and potential for suffering. Now, this part is inside of brackets if you're reading the blog, blog. but what I want to say is there are many people who have talked about this book, and eventually I want to make sure that I do a Thought Thursdays dedicated to that, but that's neither here nor there, and let's return to the main focus of today, why we need boredom. It is similar thing to the place of Brave New World, where they weren't allowed to have them, our world is filled with many things that call for our attention, and that makes it hard to dedicate time to things that require a lot of it. One common form of entertainment is to be reading, I find that very few people actually read when you compare it to those who watch videos online. What I find curious looking back when TikTok came out in 2016 is that it had a format seemingly designed to be addictive. Work videos that will quickly give your brain a dopamine hit. Considering it was created by a company owned by the CCP, I was not surprised to find out that they would control the programs to dump people outside of China down when it comes to the videos in their feed. It was dances and pranks outside of China, but math quiz time and engineering achievements inside of their country for their people to be interested in. Why did I bring this up when I'm talking about boredom? I choose to bring this up because we don't seem to know anymore how to be bored not take in any major stimuli to our system. You've probably heard about people talk about HD TVs and HD computer monitors, but might not know exactly what that means. Don't worry, I break it down so that it's simple. When someone says a number followed by the letter P, it's talking about the screen size for computers. And with TVs, it's measured in the inches of the diagonal length of the TV screen. When they talk about something being high definition, they talk about how many seconds per frame, I mean how many frames per second are being shown. In the tech world, this is known as frames per second, commonly known by the acronym FPS in the computer world. One thing that I missed when I was reading is that If you're reading this, you'll know I'm very clear about the HD, or high definition, is a measurement of how many images you're shown per second, also called frames, a reference to the way a photographic image had a frame, and to make the pictures of a film, you had to move several frames at a certain rate in order to get the approximation of a moving picture. Going back to today's main focus, about FPS and HD. In my high school video courses, they talked about this and I had to look things up, just to make sure I had it right, but typically we work at around 30 FPS, and 60 FPS is seen as the start of the HD spectrum, because you can go to a lot higher frame rates than just 60 frames per second. And I don't know if there is a limit, except for our arbitrarily imposed technological limit. But when they did a quick internet search, wondering if whether or not we have a limit for how much we can actually see, they stated that our limit for regular things in life that are not on the screen tends to be around 30 FPS. But that we can view things that are at a higher rate and pick them up. Now, I, bring this, I mentioned this because there is a theory floating around that because of all the high input environments we are in, we don't know how to cope with low inputs as we expect for something new to come as a result of our regular life having a lot slower inputs than screen life. And their assessment is that this is why we don't know how to deal with boredom. Part of me agrees that this assessment it makes sense, at least, that because we don't know what to do with plus we start getting agitated, waiting for more to come. But these times of low, but whether or not the theory is actually correct, the important part is that people don't tend to know what to do with boredom. They have a theory for what they've observed, and that which says in observed is people don't know how to deal with boredom. And I believe that these things are, as in these times of low input, are meant to be for us to be introspective and just think about our life. I have a personal theory that people were smarter back in the day because they had more time to think. Dr. Albert Einstein is famous for stating, It's not that I'm so smart, it's I choose to seek sequence problems longer. We had fewer things to distract us back then than today. Phones could only call people. And what we did for fun was listen to music, read, or go and out and be part of society, and with others in person. Television was very limited. You could only have it for a certain time of day, and if you missed a show, you missed it. But other than that, it wasn't something like it is today, where it's all available. You had a lot more limits that was available, so you learned to appreciate it and make your own when you were without anything to do that was being easily made, given you. If you were going back to my list of many different things, you would interact with others. And if you didn't want to interact with others, you'd go to the park, lay in the grass, look up to the sky. If you weren't the stereotype go fishing off the side of the bridge and just spend time throwing the lines, not expecting to catch anything, but just be alone and think for a bit. And back in those days, despite my rambling, we despite the rambling I had of getting to the point, what I'm saying is, we understood the need of taking a break physically and mentally in those days. The Sabbath day, day of rest ordained for us by God, was respected in society and was understood as a blessing for us to have. We need that time to rest because it allows us to recover. When I was growing up, Sundays was always the day we sat down and looked at the family schedule. This had many impacts, with the first being that caused the family to talk about what was going on in their lives and help each other out with them. The second is that it enabled us all to stay on top of it, keeping us from getting blindsided or becoming too fatigued to keep going. Our spiritual lives can also suffer from fatigue like our physical body, but we tend to seem to forget about our spirit that much easier than our, than our physical self. And I think that's because we can easily see the body and what plagues it, but not so much our spirit. The answer to how we see this is found in stepping away from everything that draws our attention and energy so that we can evaluate our needs. Stress is often the place where emotional energy gets spent. This is the same with our spiritual energy. If you're worried about time and tasks, make a schedule and list out so everything that is on your mind, is written, is able to be plainly seen. These things are then to be prayed over and given to God for you to ask him to give you strength to complete the tasks. Then, in faith, you are to act to work through the accomplishment of each task. And by this faith being put into action, God will reward you through giving you the strength as you ask for. It, to Do these things. The other thing we need to learn to do is to remove things from our lives before adding new things to them. When you add more place to an already heavenly laden tray, the waiter is more likely to trip and fall than if you hadn't added it. If you've been to a restaurant and seen them with a big tray that's heavily laden they will often have with them a stand to set down on once they get to their table. They then set up the stand and carefully lower the tray onto it before serving everyone has been ordered. I've rarely seen a waiter serve right off the tray in their hand if it's a big one with a lot of things on it. That tray was carefully balanced for the sake of carrying it, not for the sake of, not for placing things on or taking things off. Our lives are served the same way. We are able to make a routine, i.e., balance a trade for delivery, and then keep it, and then keep it. But to make a drastic change requires an effort of stopping and thinking. When Jesus said that his yoke was easy and that his burden is light, he was preceded by a call for people to come to him, and lay down their burdens. I think Paul helps explain it the best in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7. He says this. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. We need boredom, or what we perceive to boredom, at the very least, times of relative inactivity for the sake of stopping and thinking. We are able to truly take a deep breath in these situations and let it out before we look back at them with a new perspective. It is by this new perspective that we are able to better sort things out. Until next time, friends, appreciate the moments of quiet you get in your life. Make an effort to create some if you have very little. Courage and Godspeed. Courage and Godspeed.